0: The only thing you can control is how you feel. Not how you feel, but how you deal with what you feel that is real. You've got to relax, relate, and release into reality. Come on, honey. Relax, relate, release. Relax, relate, release. Relax, relate, release. Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast. If this is your first time, hey friend, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm Brittany. Um, This is just our space to chat about whatever we want to chat about. So feel free to like and subscribe to the pod. Leave me a five-star review. Know that you can follow me and um, chat with me. On the Instagram page, it's the thefablab__brittany. If you love me, you'll spell it correctly. It's B-R-I-T-T-N-Y. So, what's up? We are officially into summer. I'm so excited. I love summer. It's my favorite season. Um, I live in Texas, so I try not to be one of the people that complain about the heat because I was I was born into this. But it is unusually hot. Thank you, global warming and uh, the climate crisis that's going on. That's scary stuff if you haven't tapped into that. But that's neither here nor there. We are also coming to the end of another Pride Month. I hope this Pride Month has been good to you. Hopefully you've been spreading love and joy and not hate and violence. <laughs> Let's just get things started. What are we talking about today? Um, That clip that you heard at the beginning of this episode is, of course, uh, from the Queens, Debbie Allen and Miss Jasmine Guy from A Different World. I've been doing a little rewatch. Not like really a rewatch because I'm just watching the episodes that I want to watch. But um, that, that episode popped up today with the Relax Relate release. And I was like, "Ah, that's kind of a good theme for a podcast. So that's what we're going with. And then just another slap in the face. Let me give you the affirmation today that definitely brought me here and made me uh, turn on this microphone. Here you go. This is from the Instagram account Young Pueblo. No idea anything about this. It's credited to J. Mike Fields. But the place where I found it is on our girl Journey Smollett. We know Journey, that's Jesse's sister, but we won't go there today. But Journey posted this. Keep the promises you make to yourself. This is your magic. This is the way home. Build a routine. Understand the power of discipline. It's the highest form of self-love. It means even when you don't feel like it, you hold yourself up. So i saw that and i was like well damn because of course if i'm gonna break a promise to anybody it's going to be to myself so i was like "Brittany, you know you want to record you have notes on recording you have thoughts you've been running through things so just do it keep the promise you made to yourself so i'm gonna pass that along to you keep the promise you made to yourself and do that thing that you are not doing um speaking of pride month I have some super cute pride nails that I'm so proud of, and I need to post them somewhere, mostly so people can tell me how cute they are. So, I'm going to put those on the podcast Instagram page so you can like it and then tell me how cute they are, because I think they're adorable. Um, Let's see, what else has been in, what, not what else, what's been in the news? Obviously, like, let's go ahead, let's talk about it. The whole thing titanic part two thing that's been going on you guys don't laugh it's so tragic it's it is honestly it's very tragic sorrows prayers to those i think it was five people that lost their lives mostly the 19 year old who did not want to be on there if you don't know you've been living on a rock but that's okay sometimes i live on on a rock to under a rock too but that's submersible the people pay $250,000 to go be near the wreckage of the Titanic. And it's just, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to make fun of it. It's a crappy situation. I just, my anxiety, let me tell you where my anxiety keeps me up. So they're locked in this little, tin can you've all seen it at this point i don't need to rehash it they're in this tin can in the ocean and it's dark in there there are no windows there are no windows because if you did not know this they were not actually going to be able to see any anything with their own eyes out the window they were not going to be able to directly see the wreckage of the titanic instead they were going to be seeing the wreckage on a screen similar to the way that I saw the wreckage in 1997 when Titanic came out of the movie theaters and I went to go see it at the movie theaters multiple times. I can can tell you what the wreckage looks like. I don't have the need nor the fundage. (laughs) But really, Above all, they don't have the desire to go to the bottom of the ocean. You guys, it's so stupid. But okay, as I was saying, the part that gives me the most amount of anxiety is that there had to be an amount of time when they were lost and like they knew that they were fucked. Like that's the part that I want to focus on. Everything that I've read says that, you know, when these people passed, they passed quickly. They probably had no idea, stuff about nanoseconds, milliseconds. It was fast. But it before that, when they were, lo- like, were lost, that is the part that absolutely terrifies me. <sighs> Can you imagine? My God. Sorrows and prayers, peace and blessings to their families, love and light, all that good stuff. Let's move on. OK, so this is like the relaxed portion, because relax, relate, release. I'm a teacher, I love a theme. So let's, let's this is the alignment. I'm going to tell you how I've been relaxing, what I've been consuming in the media. So last night was the BET Awards. So I like the BET Awards. It's not that they're like good because what awards show is actually good, you know? It's just that this is the culture. It's entertaining. It's fun. I couldn't tell you who won what (laughs) also this was an off year because the writer's strike is happening so this awards i don't think there was a host it just seemed like we'd come back from commercial and they're like listing out nominees and i'm like what is this for that's besides the point (laughs) so okay the things that i did know buster rhymes got a lifetime achievement award and you guys, this is why BET is so necessary. Because who else is gonna give Buster Rhymes a Lifetime Achievement Award? And I really teared up seeing his big muscular ass up there getting teary-eyed talking about what he's done. And he has done a lot for the culture and he should receive an award. And so I'm glad that we are all about giving people their flowers, you know what I mean? It was great. I was thinking about some Buster Rhymes songs I know, Really, it's only that one that he did with um, with Janet Jackson. I wore that video out in college, loved it, mm, all for it. So yeah, that was a great moment. Um, Lotto, Lotto was a highlight. I like Lotto. It's, it's, she's cute, it's fun, she's sassy, all of that. Like, get money, fuck these dudes, literally and figuratively. Like, I'm all about it, it's cute. Now, the thing I really like the most about Lotto is that she's smart. And maybe, you know, Lotto, her team, whoever, I don't, it doesn't matter. But if you recall, Lotto used to go by the name Mulatto, which, you know, you go and look up what mulatto is on your own. I'm, today is not the day. No history lessons for me today. So she used to go by mulatto. But Black Twitter. <laughs> was on her and was like, girl, you can't be out here in, in mixed company calling yourself mulatto. Ain't nothing cute about that. And so she listened and she changed her name and she's been prosperous ever since. Which, I mean, so what is the lesson there? Listen to black people. Primarily listen to black women because they will save you, like promises. Look at lotto, she's been winning. So like, yeah, that's, that's the move. So good for Lotto. Um, rip me out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. I'm ready to act up, show out. All of that. I have a couple trips planned here and there. So y'all, y'all see me on Instagram. Follow me on the Instagram. <laughs> you might get a couple little thirst picks here and there. Whatever. Besides the point. Let's move on. Um, speaking of BET, looks like Tyler Perry has just purchased BET. Which is like he might as well have because his shows are, are all on BET like all day long, you know between sisters and I don't I don't watch I don't watch the TV shows not that I'm bougie or not that I'm above it. I will watch a Tyler Perry movie <laughs> in in my worst days on those days when I know I'm not getting out this bed only to take a shower and put on more pajamas. Like, those are the days when I put on a Tyler Perry movie. Like, um, The Family That Prays is on Netflix. Y'all know this. I'm not by myself in this. (laughs) Y'all not going to make me think that I'm the only one that knows that The Family That Prays is on Netflix. And so I've watched that, like, a couple times. I like it. So I'm not anti-Tyler Perry. Except for when he did that movie. Full circle here. When he did the movie with Journey, uh, Temptations, oh, y'all, that movie set us back in ways that like we aren't even like talking about. Like, oh, I hate that Journey had to do it. I hate that Tyler did it. Like that one, we're not gonna talk about that. Outside of Temptations, I like Tyler Perry. Either way, I'm rambling. He has purchased BT. I think that is fantastic. BET needs some revampification. Same with MTV as well. And both of those are owned by Paramount. So I have the feeling that Paramount is run by a bunch of old white men who just are putting money in their pockets. But I have no proof of that. Please don't quote me on that. Please don't sue me on that. But that's just my guess. So I'm excited to see what Tyler Perry's BET looks like. Can we get some shows? Can we get, like, new, just newness, just new things? What I really want, let me tell y'all my dream, in my dream world, what we would be able to get on BET. I want to see, like, the black episodes of TV. So, like, like, think, like, Wheel of Fortune. I want only the episodes of Wheel of Fortune where a black person wins. (laughs) Or like um, House Hunters. I only want to see the black people episodes of House Hunters. And I know I'm not alone in this. And y'all are not going to make me think that I am some type of racist or discriminatory person because of this. But, re- you know, I just want the black versions of shows. <laughs> and I want them all like packaged for me. So I'm not having to like scroll Through 25 episodes of Say Yes to the Dress Because I just want to see the black girls In their wedding dresses Okay We'll work on it Tyler, call me (laughs) (laughs) Alright What else have I been consuming Um, And just like that Is back for season 2 On Max I have to say Listen, the The fandom of and just like that Is not really a fandom People do not like this show This reboot of Sex and the City People Are hate watching it And that makes me sad because I really Like it <laughs> And maybe it's because like I wasn't I wasn't a die Hard fan Of the series in its original run I knew Sex and the City Know the references whatever in college, I think I watched more of it. It was really the movies that drew me in, and if I'm be, let me be, let me put my my movie critic hat on, specifically in the first movie, Sex in the City. When Big has stood Carrie up at the library wedding, and he didn't really stand up because he's in the limo, and he says, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, turn around, get get, let's go, let's." He did try to marry her, but it it was too late. (laughs) But that scene where their cars meet up in the middle of the street and she banging on his carries banging on Big's head with her flower bouquet. All that's great. But and y'all know what I'm talking about. When Big goes and he's like, Carrie, and Charlotte is like, no, no. Oh, girl, I got goosebumps. (laughs) I love that scene so much. I'm like, I didn't know Charlotte had this in her. (laughs) Kristen Davis, to me, give her the Oscar right there. That scene alone. Okay, anyway. And then she does her little shuffle to get in the car. And she giving Big that ugly look. Mm. (laughs) So, truly, that scene alone made me a fan. But maybe because since I wasn't, like, super big on the series in this original run, maybe that's why, I like, the reboot doesn't upset me. But the girls are pissed about Miranda. They're mad about so many things. And I'm like, but these women are 50. And they're living in New York. They got to make the best of the situations that they're in. Big has died, spoiler alert, on the Peloton. Charlotte's kids are... <laughs> They be going through it And Charlotte handles it the best way she can Samantha's gone but She might be coming back And then Miranda just wants to be A little explore- exploratory With her sexual activities I, I take no issue with this Now let me Now mm, mm. Caveat to that is The Miranda and Chase Scenes like their sex scenes It's it's A lot for me I I look away, <laughs> and you, y'all know me, y'all know me, I I'm, want I'm everybody love everybody, express that love however you want to, but those sex scenes, something about it, I'm just like, mm, they're, they're too long. <laughs> but outside of that, I really like, and just like that, I think it's fun, it's cute, like yeah i'm all for it so i'm gonna keep watching and i'm gonna keep talking about it um somebody on twitter did say how come all of the sex in the city girls each of them have um <laughs> uh, an emotional woman <laughs> of color support person beside them and it's like hey that's true so carrie has sema and i i fucking love sema i could just do A SEMA spinoff show by herself Like she is fantastic Um Charlotte has uh Nicole Ari Parker Her character I like her And then uh Miranda has the Professor woman her storyline Um We'll see girl we'll see where we're going With this but each of them has Has a woman of color (laughs) But whatever, I like it. I want them to keep doing it. So, stop complaining about it. Let's just watch it and enjoy it. Because it's not like we have, like, a lot of great TV. So, let's just, you know, let's be happy. Because, let me just get into it. My housewives, y'all. It is dark times in the housewives universe. It's, it's a lot going on. And that's okay. I'm not somebody who's like I saw some people on Twitter who were like I'm never watching Housewives again I'm like what the fuck Y'all weren't real fans to be, <laughs> to begin with But then I'm like okay I'm a different type of Housewives fan I have been watching since the gates opened To the OC I think it was back in like 2009 Either way I've been here since the beginning Like I'm not going anywhere It's dark times and I'm okay with that I've seen downswings, and I've seen upswings. swings. Every every housewife season cannot be like. Was it Atlanta? Season nine? Was it season nine? I don't. I gotta look it up, y'all. I don't, I'm old, but the season where we got the four part reunion for the first time, and we found out that Phaedra was the one that was in that room about candy. <laughs> y'all like that was. That was classic TV. Like, that was Housewives, like, at its at his high point. You know what I mean? And so every season can't be like that. We don't deserve that. <laughs> so let me go through the cities. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Maybe it's not as bad as I think it is, but I think it might be worse. So New Jersey just ended. New Jersey is in a desperate need of a reboot because y'all... The Teresa and Melissa of it all it's gone on for too long we cannot keep doing this and that is what like New Jersey used like it hung its hat on the the Judices slash Judices versus the Gorgas and it was cool for a while like like the christening episode I think that's season three yes season three episode one is like Some of the greatest TV that I've ever fucking seen in my life. (laughs) And I know that sounds like a really big statement. That is not lost on me. But it is true. Watching those Italian people at that baby's christening have that fight. And it was so many things going on. And you found out that there were deep dynamics here. When Joe Gore is yelling, picture my father. It's like, oh shit. This is exciting But that was That was long That was over 10 years ago Why are we still rehashing this shit And now Teresa has married Louis And I don't I don't feel comfortable talking about Louis Just like You know like I don't talk about Suge Knight I don't talk about um, The Harry Potter villain I don't want to talk about Louis Cause he Some he's is not it's not good, it's not good, and it's all gonna reveal itself. In like (laughs) somewhere between ninety days to five years, (laughs) all of that's gonna blow up. Like I'm just waiting for it, but I think we need to let go of Teresa. She's gotten married. We have seen her, be quote unquote happy, in this new life. She's got her daughters, beside her. Like, let's close the chapter and let's put Teresa out to pasture. I've had to grow to accept Teresa. I've never liked her as a housewife or as a person, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Because she is she is the dumbest housewife. And I don't even mean that, like, in a mean, negative way. Like, it, it, like she is, like, yeah. IQ scores, she is the lowest. I, that's... I know that. I know that in my soul. So let's let's be done with her. We've seen enough. <laughs> I think Jennifer Aiden and Marge can absolutely carry this show. Jennifer Aiden, uh, she's up there with like some of my favorites. Her at the reunions this past reunion, not so much. She had a flop season and that's okay. We have flop seasons. Sometimes I have flop weeks. It's okay. But um, Jennifer Aiden, at that one reunion, because I wasn't a fan at this point, but when she said, where you at, Miriam webster Where you at? I was like, oh, shit. She's witty. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's New Jersey. Let's move on, because it's Jersey, you know. Then we've got Orange County. And they're like slowly bringing the women back They brought back Heather Dubrow I'm thankful for that Because I love Heather She doesn't pretend that she's not pretentious Like she just she owns that shit <laughs> She had no boo catering her party You know what I mean? Like, okay girl Then we brought back Tamra And so we've got the Tamra, Shannon, Heather dynamic And I'm not mad about that And Vicky, she's making a comeback I love Vicky we, we do not talk about who she is as a, as a person, just as a housewife. We, that's how we have to talk about all these women. Let, let me just be honest. If we spend the time thinking about who they are as people, we won't like them. Their politics are bad. Their opinions are bad. Half of them are deeply racist and ignorant. <laughs> so we just have to focus on them as characters. Um, But all I'm going to else i'm gonna say about orange county is that um what are their names uh i know them as hip and casita because that's how danny pellegrino refers to them uh emily and gina they've got to go they are not it and i feel like they've the producers have kept them on the show to spite us as the fans because we have asked for them to go and they won't they're not it maybe hip emily's good because she likes the mess. But both of them, that's not, mm-mm, they can't do it. They can't do it. Um, New York County, New York County, Jesus Christ, New York City. Now, they are getting a full-on reboot because they had to because that shit was a dumpster fire. And it was not Ebony K. Williams' fault, but she did not help the situation. Um. So, all like, whole new reboot. I'm really excited to see like how they do, how it's received because then I think that will inform other reboots that may need to happen. So, fingers crossed. I'm going to be watching regardless, but you know, I just hope I'm watching good stuff. Um Oh, Potomac. I love Potomac. Potomac used to be my favorite. But this last season, it just got, it was too dark. It was too dark with the Giselle and the Candace and Chris of it all. (sighs) I cannot handle it when the drama becomes too real and it's taken off of the show. I don't like that. And then when we're talking about housewives not wanting to film with other housewives, we're talking about suing and shit, that's not fun. I don't want that. I like it light, like let's cuss each other out over, you know, like dishes and, and uh, what was Dorit's issue? Um, the, the glass that my champagne is served in. I want that kind of drama. Not you saying that my husband might have been inappropriate with you in a closed hotel room. No, that's too much. Light, fun, airy. So Potomac, we got some work to do. Um mm, say Candace, she's grown on me in that I've been able to accept her. But really she can go. And if I'm being honest, she can go and we can bring Monique back. Ooh, I know it's a hot take But you know Monique is going through that Divorce with, with big boy And so there's drama there And I take that back I don't want Monique back either Because she's mm, she puts on that persona And she's not her real self And I don't even blame her for that It's why I, I'm not on anybody's reality TV show Minus the fact that nobody's asked me to, be, Nobody's asked me to be on a reality TV show But still I know that I would put on a persona cuz it's hard to forget the cameras around. I either way, pretend we got some work to do. Whatever. Um and then oh, Atlanta. Atlanta used to be the the crown jewel. And it is so bad, and it is y'all's fault. Y'all the fandom. It's y'all's fault because for years y'all were calling for Marlo to be a housewife I want to stand firm and say I never called for Marlo to be a housewife now I wanted her to get paid I want her to get money but she's not supposed to be a housewife and this season is proving that she's not supposed to be a housewife it's so bad the drama that she's trying to produce with candy is ridiculous the whole thing with the shooting and then like her cousin was killed and Candy, she thinks Candy was supposed to come in like Jesse Jackson and and take care of the funeral costs and put on the repast, And it's like, bitch, no. No. And then plus, Marla, we've watched you in the seasons since that incident happened and you've been kicking it with Candy telling her how great she is, kissing her ass, and like man, we've been we've been watching. So it's not working. She's trying to produce, it's like she really wants to be um the Greek chorus, you know, the voice of the people and trying to push those issues like she saw on Twitter that people are like Candy ain't never talking about nothing. Candy never has a storyline, which is true. Candy's storyline is always Her husband, Todd, and Mama Joyce, and how Mama Joyce feels about Todd. That's always been it. But nobody has asked for Marlo to try to create fake drama. I don't like it. Then you got Sanya. Ugh. She ain't it either. I fast forward through all of her scenes. Marlo's, too, if I'm being honest. But I can't do Sanya and... uh, Something about her, she reads as fake too. I think it's because she's a broadcaster. It's just, it's not working. I will say I like Drew. <laughs> she's delusional, <laughs> but she's the fun kind of delusional. You know what I mean? Where she's sitting at a at a lunch with somebody saying, "Oh, I was in the original Step Up. Girl, where are you?" <laughs> And right on cue, that man said, what's step up? <laughs> so we like Drew. It's not like I'm going to stop watching. I'm going to keep watching. Now, the inevitable is, is what I'm bracing myself for. I think they're going to bring Kim Zolciak back onto this show. And I'm trying to prepare myself. At first, I didn't think that they they were. But then randomly, my Us Weekly News Said that there's some alleged kidnapping story happening. Camden called nine one one. She said Croy is accusing her of kidnapping. I didn't even click on it, so, cause what? What are y'all doing? Drugs, <laughs> allegedly, but um, that's a big old mess. And so of course I think they're coming back. Um, so that's Atlanta. What's left? Beverly Hills Beverly Hills surprisingly Has been exciting Like I'm excited about the return of Beverly Hills Somebody on Twitter pointed out You notice that now that Lisa renna is gone We're not getting all these leaked stories So Sit with that for a minute Glad renna has gone We've got Garcelle She's You know She's friends with your girl Lisa Vanderpump And the Beverly Hills ladies, they're scared of Lisa Vanderpump. So, I think that's a really fun friendship. Um, Then you got Kyle and the Richard sisters. Kyle, Kim, and Kathy Hunky Dory Hilton. (laughs) They seem to all be friends again. So, this past weekend, one of Kim's daughters, Whitney Whittles on Instagram, she got married and they're all there together in Palm Springs. We saw them at Kimo Sabe. Kathy was apologizing. So I'm happy to see that. So I'm happy for Beverly Hills. Who would have thought? And then, so there have always been those rumors about Mauricio cheating on Kyle. But we try to act like they don't exist because, you know, we all really like Mauricio and we all like Kyle together. But some of her some of kyle's instagram posts are pointing to you know where there's smoke there's fire so we'll see you know we'll be watching and seeing what's going on it's looking like i'm gonna just go ahead and say it. it's looking like kyle might be in a selling sunset kershell g flip type of relationship hmm. Which, you know, good for you, girl. It's Pride Month. Do you. But <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> so that's it with Beverly Hills. Um, also on Bravo, I've been watching... Are y'all watching Summer, Summer House Martha's Vineyard? Is that right? Yes. Summer House Martha's Vineyard. How many... It's a lot of words. Um, the Black People's Summer House. We need to be watching... You know because like Issa said We are rooting for everyone Black So we're watching We want there to be a season 2 However All of these people on this cast I don't want I don't want them back Starting with Bria I can't stand her And then uh, Jasmine and Silas I like Jasmine Silas can go. You know, any man that is yelling at his wife. Telling her she did a bad job with iron in his pants. And she don't know how to iron. What the fuck? <laughs> how are you on television? How are you in 2023? And you still have these idiotic uh views. Who are you listening to? So he gotta go. Um. I will be the one to say I don't like when people in the house Aren't hooking up with each other I like the romantical aspects Of my reality TV show And Jasmine and her husband Silas That was not That wasn't it That wasn't what I wanted So I want a cash shake up Keep Jasmine Keep Amir I like Amir He's cute He's a little stupid But he's cute He'll fight for you (laughs) That's all I need (laughs) But everybody else, I don't know. We up in the air about it, so. Oh, and Preston, Preston comes back. I love Preston. He was so unproblematic, and he was just like, y'all look stupid. Why do y'all keep fighting? So we love that energy. So Summer's House. Summer House Martha's Vineyard is a yes, but we're questionable on the the cast. There might need to be a shakeup. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some more hot topics. Not things that I've been watching, but some hot topics. And then we'll go from there. Okay, we're back. So, in the news, outside of the things that I have been watching. I mean, just more things that I've been watching. I've just been watching them on, like, Instagram and Twitter. Just not on TV. Um, So, I relate. We're doing some hot topics here. Have y'all been seeing... um, the Kamora and Russell Simmons family drama. Like, are y'all paying attention to that? It's it's not good, y'all. So that's just a big old it's a big old mess. Um, so if you don't know, Father's Day weekend, little Ming Lee, who's the oldest of Kamora's girls, Kamora and Russell's girls. Oh, she's like <laughs> She's like 24. You know, she's a baby. She posted her and Kimora and said, Happy, happy Father's Day to Kimora. Which immediately when I saw that, I was like, mm, this ain't going to fly right with Russell. And sure enough, couple the next day, I'm looking on the shade room, on everywhere, and I'm seeing now Aoki, the youngest of the daughters, she is um she's crying about how awful dad is, how he, you know, he called mom worthless, whatever. It's, oh y'all, it's just such a mess. And we should not know all of this, but we do, and so it's fine um to know all of this. Kamora's posting about Russell, she's looking like she's trying to audition for Beverly Hills, Housewives, which I'm all for. So I'm just gonna end it there because it's a mess, but we're watching. Mm, uh, let me just also say Russell Simmons, he's more than allegedly, but he's a trash human being. That's why he's living in Bali. In Bali and not in the United States. Look it up. There is a documentary. I think it's on Max. So yeah, watch it. He ain't no good. Um, speaking of, he ain't no good. <laughs> We've also got Jonathan Majors Man Talk about somebody who was on The up and up On the rise And then come find out You like to hit on women sir So no No we're not gonna root for you But now Who's escorting him Arm in arm to court Is Megan Good. I'm like, Megan, girl, what are you doing? And also, so it's like the PR has set up Jonathan with a black woman to make him look good. Because if you didn't know, let me not even get into the race of it all. Y'all look up that story. Y'all get the details. But I'm just like, what's going on? Although I will say I'm not that surprised about Megan. Because let me remind y'all, if you forgot, Megan Good was one of chloe kardashian's dogs on a leash y'all remember when chloe chloe did that shit i think she was dressed up as a as a pimp and then she had all these black women with dog collars on with leashes i know it was megan good i think those two twins uh she carries around uh the ones that were on atl Malika, Malika and Khadijah, they were dogs Um, Your girl, you know, I don't want to say it too loudly But Lauren London, she was also one of them too So, you know, and we've all done some stuff I'm sure that there are pictures in my past that I would hate for y'all to see Nothing like this, nothing like that (laughs) I assure you But still, you know, we try to allow some room for grace and growth But, all right, Megan What you doing? (laughs) <laughs> we'll keep you posted. Um, next up, our good sister sister uh, Tia Mori, the black one. She and her her ex husband, oh, they finalized their divorce. I was sad to see it happen. Tia and Corey, we know that they were married for fourteen years. Took six months for them to finalize their divorce. So, shout out to Kenya Moore and Bethany Frankel. Divorces can happen in less than three to five years. Who knew? But, looks like Tia gets to keep their house. Um, Which, you know. Does Corey have a job consistently? Maybe. Good luck to him. They also, they did some interesting things in their divorce settlement. So they also split their, you know, they have two kids. They have Cree and they have Cairo. They split school tuition. Corey is going to be in charge of Cree's school tuition while Tia will be handling this Cairo's tuition. I just thought that was interesting because I hadn't seen that kind of laid out. It does make sense. Cairo is older. He has less time to be in school. So, yeah. You can put two and two together. The other thing that was interesting is that they have in their divorce agreement that their children cannot be introduced to new partners unless they have been with that partner for six months. Also specifically says... There can be no overnight visits with new partners if you haven't been with that partner for six months. So Corey, what you been doing? Huh? Cause that's not in there for <laughs> that's not in there for no reason. What you been doing, Corey? That's why you divorced. Allegedly, I'm making assumptions. I don't know. It could be Tia that's out there. <laughs> You know who know what good for you girl. Good for you. Um, but we wish them both. Well, so good luck to you guys So that's that for the relate Let me get to the release this is all about self-care and intuition so it's just some things that have been on my mind, so I'm just gonna speak freely as if I've been Like I've been reading from a script this whole time. Whatever. Whatever. Let me be me um I was out with some friends of mine For dinner the other day I love them, love them lots They uh, they keep me grounded You know Whew. But one of the things that I want us to stop doing As friends And it's okay to call your friends out on things like this Because that's why we're friends We are not going to Talk about Other women's bodies And what they choose to wear So I know how it is We're out We all look cute And you see a girl who walks by And she's wearing something That maybe you wouldn't wear Or maybe you wonder Did they have it in another size? You know those situations We're not going to talk about those girls Especially not if they are black women Because black women have it hard enough And so we are not going to add to that So no friends We're better than that We're not talking about how anybody looks And what they're wearing And we're not talking about anybody's bodies Unless we don't like them And then you know All bets are off But ultimately no we don't talk about people Get over it like grow up That's childish so do better One thing that I have been doing To take care of myself And really just like do things to like be out in the world to be a part of the world like i've started taking myself out on these like little solo dates and i'm loving it and so i want to encourage you to take your own solo date so um i went to a coffee shop recently and i sat did a little bit of work there but really i was just sitting and being cute just like people watching it was fun Then I also went to this past weekend, I went to the art museum because I was feeling all like artsy fartsy, like book nerdy, like, "Uh, let me be, let me be cultured, you know, but it was, I loved it. It was a good experience. Um, you need to like yourself. So make sure that you can spend time with just yourself and be okay with that, you know, with your own thoughts. Do you like yourself? I hope you do. So try it. I have a whole list. You know how when you're scrolling on Instagram and they're like, ooh, look at this new bar, look at this new place. Like I save those into a little folder that I have. It's called Solo Bree. And so it's just a list of like little places that I might want to go to when I'm by myself, you know? So make a list, self-care. Now my final thoughts that I'm gonna leave you with are having to do with intuition. because you guys know, I've been going through it over here. So really since April, because I got fired from my job. I didn't get fired. Let me say, um, I was laid off. I think that's the proper terminology. And that has been, God, oh, that's been so, oh, it has sucked, you guys. It sucked. I got fired with um, four other girls on my team. We're a team of seven. Four of us got fired. So this was, like, deeply personal. It's deeply intimate. But being fired... Is not supposed to be like a group activity. Like, and having to process, like, that type of trauma with other people who have been fired. It's a lot. Some days, like, truly felt like the Hunger Games to where... Like, because we all do the same things. We all have the same credentials, same background. Like, a lot of the same experiences. So, truly, it's... We're all applying for the same jobs. We're all like trying to beef up our resumes to say the same things. So it's halfway competitive, but halfway very supportive. It's been trash. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> but what I've had to do for myself, because I'm somebody like, I am a helper and my true nature as much as I've tried to fight it. I like helping people. If you need something like I will I will jump up and help you get it. You know what I mean? But I recognize that in this situation I can't just be a helper because I I also I need a job too, y'all. So where I wanna like help everybody with their interview prep, with their resume prep, with their sending out applications, I have to help myself. And so there were times where I just had to be really selfish. And like take, take days off or leave early or put my AirPods in and keep my head down. So they just kind of knew non-verbally that I wasn't with the shits that day. And I had to be unapologetic about that because that's what was best for me. And I'm going to say, trust your gut in those instances. You know what you need. You know you better than you think you do. And so, take that time and do what you gotta do. Also, to say like trust your gut. I think I've already said trust your gut. I said that probably fifty thousand times. But the point that I'm trying to get at here is that it got to the point for me to where I felt like I didn't have anything going on, and I had made a a very I made a plan for myself. It wasn't super specific, but I had this timeline. And I had these soft goal points that I needed to hit on my timeline. And this is all since April. And there have been times to where my timeline and my intuition were definitely tested. To so where I was asking myself, like, okay, I told myself, like, if I don't have a job at this point, I'm okay. Now we're at that point. Am I okay? Like maybe I need to do something different. Maybe I need to call that principal up and I need to go ahead and apply for that teaching job. But I told myself no. You came up with this plan when you were in a good headspace. You thought this shit through. You know, you know you expected these down moments. So trust your gut. Trust your intuition. And from that point, from that point in April to where I am today at the end of June, I'm so glad that I've trusted my intuition. I'm so glad that I was able to fall back on the timeline that I created for myself, that I was able to sit back and, and have those moments of reflection. I'm so grateful for that because things have not, you know, I still ain't got nobody's job. I ain't signed on no dotted line. I have some opportunities that I'm very excited about and I'm just glad that I didn't stray from my original plan. I'm glad that I stayed the course and I stayed true to myself and I was like, no, Brittany, you don't have to waver because somebody else else's path looks different than yours. Or you don't need to go back on what you promised yourself Full circle back to the affirmation at the beginning Don't go back on what you promised yourself Just because it's not happening as fast as you want it to So hopefully those are just some words of wisdom That somebody needed to hear today Um, The opportunity I have right now very much feels like it's the universe saying, Brittany, here here it is. It's my um it's my Lauren Conrad, the girl who didn't go to Paris moment. <laughs> the real ones know. Lauren had the opportunity to go to Paris and and live her best life with full of opportunity and chance and just the world at her fingertips. And she chose instead to stay In California with that boy um, Jason And she should have gone to Paris And so all this I had a moment where I was very much like Hey, this is Hey Brittany, this is your Lauren Conrad moment We going to Paris (laughs) So Hopefully I have Even more great news to share. And if I don't, that's okay, too. Because I know I'm going to be okay regardless. And you're going to be okay, too. So, that's it for this episode of the Fab Lab. I hope you come back and do this with me again for the next one. So, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.